All right, folks, we're back and it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios. We got David L. sitting here to my to my right, and uh, we got a full complement of uh, things to talk about. But first, I want to remind you, you got a taste for something to eat. How about stopping by Railroad Pizza? Folks, their menu, is some, there's something on it for everybody. Not only the traditional pizza, and you can get pizza your way, the way you like it, hot, flavorful, fresh ingredients, but plus there's more, folks. They got all the, they got the hot wings, they got all the appetizers, everything that you want for a good sit-down dining experience in downtown Florida, Mississippi. They open right now. I encourage you to stop by today. You'll be glad you did eating some of that good old food from Railroad Pizza and enjoying all the fine atmosphere. The number over there is 601-879-7700. Call ahead and have your order ready. And if you want some of those Southwestern egg rolls that everybody's crazy about, filled with chicken, corn, black beans, chopped pepper, served with jalapeno ranch, they've got it. Call them right now, 601-879-7700. Got David L. Archie in the studios, Mr. Action down there on the Board of Supervisors. Dave, what is your most, uh, I guess, the highlight of your time there on the Board of Supervisors in terms of what you've done or what the board has done, and what should you think is the lowest point? Now, in, in terms of getting something done? Getting something done. It's something that you think the taxpayers got a good deal, and, you know, it was, it was good for everybody. Well, I, I think the, the more, most important thing was... <clears throat> When we first came into office, you know, we was under the consent decree before we got there. Right. Immediately when we, and I'm sure that it would probably have been a lot worse if we had not gone into that jail and began to remodel that jail so we can have pods, working doors, working fixtures. You don't hear them crying about doors are not working anymore, right? So we got those things done. We came right on in and spent about, $2 million into the jail, and then over the years, last two and a half years, we have spent more. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, that was the number one thing. And also, we've been able to get more sheriff cars on the road. Um, we just approved the sheriff to buy 25 more um, sheriff cars, and um, he's going to get hired, trying to hire more deputies to get out and patrol those the inner city, the outer stretch, wherever it is that he needs to be. The other thing is is that um, what I believe is that the people in Hines County really believe in the Hines County Board of Supervisors. But at the moment, we've I told you early on that we had a dictator on the board and he wanted things to go his way. And there are a lot of money that is not being accounted for going to different projects that I don't believe that should be taking place. It shouldn't be the number one or number two things that we should be doing. We shouldn't be spending $150 million on a jail, and we got a water crisis, right? You put that off for a while and and help fix this problem. Mm -hmm. But I haven't seen any money talking about, and so that's why I got it on my agenda to have that discussion on a Tuesday, how much money we're going to put towards this project. And the governor challenged us to put more money towards infrastructure, right? And we have put less money towards infrastructure than need to be. All right, here's the thing, folks, and David just mentioned that, and we need to emphasize this here because when you hear people talk about the governor, the Republicans, the legislature, the white folks or whatever, remember, the governor has offered to match dollar for dollar 
what the city of Jackson and what Hines County or anyone, if they put the money up, they're going to match them dollar. What else can you ask for? Okay. I like that deal. I mean, come on. You got to put some skin in the game rather than just sit back. This is what I keep saying about me being disappointed with black men who sit back and say things like that rather than our kids seeing us handling the business and they don't even know the mechanics that went on and behind the scenes to get it done. Just like you had that sausage and bacon and cornflakes on your table every morning. You don't know what your mom and dad had to do to get that there, but it was there. You weren't hungry. That's what's called being responsible, being a man. I'm sick of all this old mealy mouth black crap from folks talking about the, the age of the crap, the age of the, st- all that. St- just because it's true don't mean it's relevant. Let's go to Jacory, and then we got Marcus who finally got back through to us. Jacory. Yes. You're on the air. Hey, how are you? Okay, go ahead. What you got? No, I just wanted to call in. Um, I'm from um, Bolivar County. I serve on the board of supervisors as, as do uh, my uh, my dear friend David Archie, and just wanted to call in to, to wish you all the absolute best. I know you all enduring um, quite a bit with the various challenges that you all are having um, as it relates to water and um, and all that has brought it. Uh, me talking to David over the last few days, and David has told me um, the, the kind of programming and, and preparations and, and intentionality you all are, are, are having to go through relative to trying to figure out how to solve these challenges. And, uh, and but, but what I won't do on you all to know is that those challenges are prevalent all across our state, all across our country. And it's the responsibility of us, uh, elected officials, uh, practitioners, uh, to, to make those critical investments, whether that's through um, um, tax dollars, whether that's through uh, private uh, sources, um, whether that's through grants, we have to make the investment in our water and sewer infrastructure so that we can continue to increase the quality of life, uh, provide jobs and access uh, for our for the constituents that we serve, etc. So I just wanted to, to call in and give you all my blessing and, 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 and tell the, the citizens of Jackson that that that, that Supervisor Archie um, and and his staff, along with his colleagues on the board, and I know the city officials and the mayor are working diligently with our partners all across the state, uh, state partners and our federal partners, uh, to, to figure out a way where we can solve the challenges and, uh, um, and, and ameliorate our water and sewer infrastructure uh, down in the, in the capital city. So, Supervisor, let me ask him one question before we hang out here. <clears throat> Supervisor, um, I want you to kind of share with, um, with everyone this evening on how, when we go to conferences, how the delegation from Mississippi, supervising all 82 counties, expect uh, for me to speak up and speak out and fighting uh, to get resources and funds here to not just Hines County, but all the counties. When I speak, I speak loudly for everybody in the state. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, every conference that we've that we've gone to, and I've had the opportunity uh, to participate in sessions um, with with our uh, uh, other uh, colleagues from across the state, and then just delegation from Mississippi in general. David is always at the forefront. Uh, Supervisor Archie is very intentional. He's he's very direct. He understands the resources that we lack, not only in Hines County but across the state, and he also understands that it is absolutely imperative uh, for us. 
to collaborate with our state partners, our federal partners, to be able to bring resources back to the state of Mississippi, Hines County, uh, and all over our counties where we can begin to intentionally um, devise plans, strategies, and solutions uh, to solve our challenges, water, infrastructure, housing, uh, being, being being one in, partic- in, in particular, creation of jobs, et cetera, uh, addressing homelessness in this case. Uh, uh, Supervisor Archie is a huge advocate of that. He was He's working uh, with an organization out of Seattle uh, to figure out a way where we can address homelessness in the capital city. So uh, um, Supervisor Archie is always out and clear, uh, very intentional, affirming what he believes and understand that collaboration uh, brings about uh, the pathway uh, to practical uh, long-term and sustainable solutions. Thank you, Supervisor. I appreciate that. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for your call. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to Marcus. Is on the line. You're on the air, sir. You're on the air. Hello? I don't know what's wrong with that phone there. Are you there? Are you there? Hello? Marcus? Okay. So what you was hearing is that, you know, I've been an advocate of trying our very best to get the mental ill, the homeless, some help in the capital city. They're about to take over northeast Jackson area under these bridges, sleeping, bringing trash, doing all kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But we know that it takes resources. And so I met with a group uh, of folks that had a plan to do something about their homelessness in other parts of the, this country. You got it. And, and we're going to bring that plan here. <clears throat> uh, we're not going to allow property value to go down in Hines County because we don't have a plan to deal with the homelessness and the mental ill that, that are ro- roaming the streets. I've got some comments on that. we got Chris on the line. i got some comments about that. Hey, Chris. You're on the air. Hey, Kim. How yeah. you doing? You and uh, Supervisor David L. Arch. How y'all doing today? Great, great. How you yeah. doing? I got three quick questions for David Archer. One, I heard y'all talk about the money that was advocated for the present infrastructure bill that the state dollar for dollar. I was wondering when they're gonna get that started on for the help for the infrastructure and for the streets from Hans County. Two, can we look at them you know, to do something with the Lake Hackle site since they're tore down the old West Brown? Power building. I mean, everybody got that cleaned up. Can we like look at the land to see can they like turn that to like a substation or a water treatment plant substation, something like that? Cause that area hardly floods at all. And three, for Meadowbrook to Northside Drive, where they just laid down a new sidewalk, it's buckling already in three different spots. As you drive from Meadowbrook to Northside Drive, going north on on the northbound line, you can actually see. Well, the sidewalk has buckled up. Well, they, for, um, to start with your third question first, Meadowbrook, they're going to have to come back and repair that before they leave that job. Some um, project manager going to have to go out there and inspect that project, and if that sidewalk is uh, buckling, are they going to have to repair that. Two is that <clears throat> over at the uh, Lake High Cove facility, uh, that property is owned uh, by Jackson Public Schools. Jackson Public Schools got to meet with the city, and then the city perhaps can meet with county and state officials uh, so we can all come together, have a comprehensive plan to do something about that particular area. 
And um, I think <coughs> we have one more. I can't uh, remember. How about one. roads and, you know, infrastructure? Oh, oh the uh, infrastructure. Now, the governor have said that they would match money from the state. Depends on how much money that we spend on infrastructure. It's a difference from paving the road and repairing the infrastructure that is under the ground, yeah. like piping and, and, and water issues. Uh, and we just have not done much of that in Hines County. Matter of fact, we don't do a lot of that inside of the capital city. We leave that for the city. But we have always said that if the city repair the piping, then we will uh, repave the, the, the road, road right. or we would pave the road. And see, that's where the, you know, the, you know, you know, when I mention about running for me, I don't have any special skills. I just do things in a logical manner. I tell people all the time about when you go into a building, you look in the room that has all the phone equipment and you see all those wires. You put those wires down one at a time. You has to be, there has to be a process and a method. You just can't okay, say I have, you got I have you another can, question. You can't have all this aspiration and no preparation. Go ahead, uh, Chris. Okay, I have another question. With all the money we've got over the years, I don't know, since the 2020 winter storm, the money we've got, how come we didn't think about, like, buying a a pump that we need, not all at one time, but buying a new pump and have one installed at a time? I know you can't, we don't got no money to replace everything we need done at the plant at one time. But well, he's not the mayor on this one, but I understand your question, and if he wants to add, we appreciate you, Chris. Chris, only thing I can tell you about that deal is that you got you got to be pro proactive. You got to have a maintenance plan. You got to have a plan. Yeah, and and I don't know what the plan is, right? I I've not seen the plan for the city, but I can tell you this: that the Hines County Board of Supervisors, which take care of maintenance in the rural area uh, of of Hines County, we don't have a lot of those problems. Right. When that problem come up, we go out and fix that problem. Well, you know, uh, in this week's Northside Sun, northsidesun.com, Eric uh, Wyatt Emmerich has a good uh, uh, recommendation to the mayor and uh, to the city council. They should have hired a city manager a long time ago who specializes in doing all the day-to-day nuts and bolts things that need to be done. This is why I keep telling about black folks. There's nothing wrong if you don't do it. That's not your area of expertise. But you think because you got a law degree that you're an expert on everything. You sound like Thomas or Snowball or something. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. It's uh, Thursday. Got Dave in the studio. Marcus, I apologize to you for whatever reason. You just coming in on this one line, and uh, we're going to have to have the uh, technicians take a look at that one. But we're going to try. Uh, who is that, Dave? What do you say, Dave? Yes, sir. You on the air? Hey, how you doing? What do you say? Hey, good to see you. Good to see you. And uh, also, shout out to Mr. Dave in the in the office with you. Yeah. What's up, brother? Hey, I'm big chilling, getting off of work. But uh, I actually wanted to ask uh, Dave a couple questions. Go right ahead. And, uh, you know, I'm just curious about, you know, policy and all that good stuff. I know uh, he said that they were directing a large amount of funds to building a new prison instead of working on the infrastructure. Um, I'm curious. Uh, first question, is there a plan in place for anything electrical infrastructure-wise? And then also, what's, uh, is there a game plan for the education system? When you say electrical, what do you mean? Uh, electrical being like restoration of the holes, for example, like the uh, 
the power lines and all that stuff. So you mean that is who's gonna do it? Do the yeah, work? Is that is that is that underneath the infrastructure? Like, uh, I guess is that gonna be in the uh, the budget? Well, or is that gonna be controlled by the company that actually owns those? The one those that the supplies? one the one that gets the contract normally is the one that that deals with every issue. If there's gonna be a jail that is gonna be built, then they will they will the uh, contractor would deal with all those particular issues um, when it comes to whatever's going to be subcontract out, you know, they'll, they'll be responsible for the whole entire jail. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, that, that'll take care of that part. And then I think you have one other question. Okay. So when, uh, so basically you guys like, obviously somebody's going to bid for it and then you guys hire whoever's like, you know, wins the bid. That's right. And then they're, but you can you can become you can become a small vendor if you if it's a small company you just go down and and fill out some information down to Hines County personnel and tell them you want to be a small vendor and you want to do business and and uh, when there's issues come up that that you can do um, you can um, bid on it or uh, you know apply to do that uh, hold work. Up, and, hold up. I'm struggling to hear you. Let me put some headphones in real quick. So I know if my phone's tripping out or what, but I can't really hear so you. So there's well. a lot of folks that like to do business with municipalities and county government and state government, and so there's right. a process. There's an application that you must fill out uh, as a small vendor or a vendor. It doesn't necessarily have to be small, but you got to be already um, registered with the state of Mississippi, yeah, a, yeah. as well as um, come down and do an application whatever your expertise are and whatever you want to do. Uh, and when you see something gets on the agenda, perhaps that you can do, then you apply for it. Bid on it. Heard that. Heard yes, that. sir. All right. So, uh, that answers my question about uh, basically the electrical issues that we have in the city. Um, is there a plan in place for targeting the schools and making sure the funding on the schools is top-notch? Because... I mean, yeah, prisons are important, but in the long, long, I guess the long run, in my opinion, personally, I value education more, especially with the youth, because, I mean, even even education in the prisons helps and makes a huge difference. But if we are not bringing in new, young, educated people, how can we improve our society and community? So the way that I can answer that is that, Hold on. Um, uh, David, we appreciate you, man. We're going to go ahead and let, let him finish that comment. Okay, the way that I, I can answer that is that you have um, Hines County School District and you have Jackson Public School District. And um, the, the city of Jackson mostly deal with the Jackson Public Schools and Hines County Board of Supervisors deal with the Hines County Public Schools. Um, and so, and we also deal with, you know, Hines County, um, Hines Junior College as well. So, uh, those are the schools that we deal with on, on, on the educational level. Matter of fact, we each have an appointment from the Hines County Board of Supervisors on the Hines County, on the Hines uh, Junior College Board. But I can just tell you this, uh, certainly we, 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 you know, schools are really important. I go and give speeches at schools all the time, different schools, colleges, high schools, junior high. Um, um, you know, bring issues forward, stuff that they'd like to talk about. Uh, but they're very important to us, and we need more educated people here in uh, Hines County. All right. Uh, anybody else? Thomas. We got Thomas on the line. What's up, man? 
Thomas. Yeah, I want to talk to Mr. Archie. How you doing, Mr. Archie? Come on, brother. Thomas, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm proud of you, Mr. Archie. You do a great job. Well, what? I want to let what you about know, me? I tell you about two streets. Okay. Okay. You talking about schools? So the number one street is Manhattan Road with with Chestnut Middle School. Okay. Now that street tore up, and that don't make no sense. You got a great school right there, and it need to be fixed. If you don't mind, if you can get somebody to fix it, okay? Okay. That is, that's in District One, and I'll speak to our Supervisor Graham about that one. Gra- okay, the, Supervisor Graham street. will get on it. He is on yeah, it. Yes, sir. Thank yeah, you, sir. Yeah. And another street with Loader Drive. Where is that located? It's located out Bowling. It's towed up. It don't make no sense. With Loader Drive. W-E-L-O-T-A. W-E-L-O-T-A. And that is in uh, District 3. That's Supervisor Bowling. Calhoun. Yeah, that's in District 3. Well, that means they ain't going to ever get fixed. This street don't, it don't make no sense. All right, we'll take a look at it. Street, and that street look it tore up like that. Okay. And the third thing I want to talk to you about, I think you had said not too long ago, you was going to, you know, redo, you know, Grove Park, right? Yes, sir. That money okay, has already been allocated. Thing. Okay, that's a good thing. I'm glad you're doing that. That's real good. But, okay. you know, right. a lot of people talking about putting money here, put money there, and that's cool. But they need to put money into parks and recreation. Well, okay. well, well. Let me stop really you right cool. there. Let me stop you right there. So, I've allocated in my district. I can only speak for my district. Okay, um, one hundred and forty thousand dollars for Grove Park. They got the money coming. We got a plan to repair a lot of stuff over in Grove Park. Um, Twenty five thousand dollars for Mega Evers Park over in Vernon Addition. Uh, Twenty five thousand dollars for Robinson Park out in Clinton. You know, this is extra money to do stuff that is needed in those parks. I've already fixed the basketball court down in the town of Utica where the kids was playing on dirt, and we allocated $60,000 for their park down in the, in the whole entire town of Utica, which is in uh, District 2 and a portion is in District 5. We've allocated money for Rains Elementary over there by that park over uh, off of Flag Chapel, $25,000 for that park. Uh, over where Kingston's Frazier uh, Water Park, uh, I think we allocated like fifty thousand dollars to go towards that park which is in district two so i've been uh, in in the town of edwards um i think it's a hundred and thirty thousand dollars for the park in the town of edwards it needs to be redone the money is already there been allocated as well as in the town of bolton the jimmy uh lewis park down in the town of bolton about twenty five thousand dollars going towards that park so i'm right on it brother yes sir and a lot of things just could y'all like implement some walking trails and and swimming pools, tennis courts, and and just improve the parks and recreations for the city of Jackson. I think they'll do better. It'll beautify the city, and then also give kids something to do, and even adults something to do. Okay. Right, so let me explain this to you. Let me let me explain this to you. So in my district, we have seven different municipalities, seven different mayors, and seven different board of aldermen or council person. So I have to deal with all of those people and try to allocate in all of those particular areas. When I came into office, I told the people that I would make absolutely sure that money goes in every part of Hines County District 2, and that's what I've done. Now, we have, we're paying for a walking trail in the town of Edwards. Uh, matter of fact, they I think they just got finished with it, and so we're paying for that one to get done. But there, I do understand what you're saying, but you must understand when you go into these municipalities, 
even in the city of Jackson, sometimes those uh, city council people don't want to tell. You can't go in there telling them what they need mm-hmm. for their ward, but we allocate money to help them. Yes, sir. All right. Well, thank you, man. Hey, Thomas. Yes, Thomas. Thomas. I'm not talking to you today, Kim. Thomas. I'm talking to Mr. Oscar. He got some sense. And you don't. <laughs> Goodbye, sir. That, that's your good buddy, uh, Thomas. Huh? Thank you. Thank now, you, brother. Now, Tom. now, now, Thomas called WMPI talking about everybody need to vote Republican and conservative. He called over here like he can't stand them. I hear you over there, Thomas. I heard you, bro. But that's okay. You still one of my top 10 favorite non Caucasians. All right. <laughs> Let's take a break. Everybody at 103.9 WYAB ain't nothing but some food. David Allen is with us. Who do we have? Dina? We got Dina on the line. Hey, Dina. You're on there. Hello. I would like to ask, when can we expect to see... Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Yes, yes we can hear you. I would like to know when you are going to be paving Old Adams Station and Adams Station Road. They spend a lot of time re-patching and patching the same holes for four years. So, so I'd like to know when it's going to get paid. So let me let me give you the politics of it and what took place right quick. When, when I came into office, um, there was um, nearly $4 million, well, I think it was $3.5 million of state aid money that had came to Hines County. I was able to get the board to vote to put all the money in District 2 because the the roads in District 2 was in pretty bad shape out in the rural area. Adams Station Road was one of those roads. Um, and after I had began to, I used, we used, Hines County used State Aid Road money to fix County Line Road from 49 all the way back past the dump. A portion of that money was state aid road money to fix Adams Station Road and old Adams Station Road. Bobcat McGowan, Creedale Calhoun, and Vernon Gavin voted to rescind the state aid money that was in District 2. They voted to take that money out of District 2. A great big argument got started because I knew that that road needed some attention really, really bad. Recently, we approved for a portion of uh, Adam Station Road to be repaved, but we need more. We need somewhere in the neighborhood of a million dollars to repave the entire old Adam Station Road and Adam Station Road. Bobcat McGowan, Creedale Calhoun, and Vernon Gavin voted to take the money away from both of those roads. Yeah, because Adam Station Road is, uh, the whole thing is awful. Oh, I do understand. That's why I'm and fighting so said, hard for you. Your your guys, the county guys, are out there fixing holes. The same, and it's crazy because it's the same holes over and over and over again. The road needs to be repaved. <laughs> it needs to be fixed. And what I'm you telling you, Missy, what I'm you telling know you, Miss Young is, don't you? No, are you the one that came I, to the board meeting? No, Miss Young. I'm surprised Miss Young didn't come to the board meeting. Yeah. Well, let me just tell you this. I'm going to do everything I can and put it in the budget cycle for October. But Creedale, let me, y'all give me some help with Creedale Calhoun, Bobcat. Bobcat. Y'all, we need some help. We need to run them off as fast as possible 
because they are fighting District 2, and I'm using everything. When you hear me hit that gavel, wham, 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 and when you hit me, when you hear me stand up and get, get a little loud, I'm fighting for you. I'm not fighting for David Archie. I'm fighting for your tax dollars to come back to your community. If I don't make up some noise, you don't know what's going on. And so that is the deal that be going on when it comes um, to many of the streets and roads in Hines County District 2. We appreciate you. Thank you. Now, Thank you so much. You know, uh, folks, and I have to concur with David, uh, what Cradell is doing, what Bobcat is doing, what Vern is doing, is so irresponsible in light of all the need that we have. Cradell is so used to cutting deals for himself and his loved ones and his fellow contractors or whatever else he got going. Dude, you and your crew can make the same amount of money and just do the work that needs to be done. They do a whole lot of projects that don't mean nothing at the end of the day, and it's killing us. We can't survive these folks. I mean, folks, whether you want to accept it or not, we're jumping rope on a razor blade. Our finances are razor thin, and we can't get these folks to look out for the people we're talking about tomorrow, and they won't do it. We got Derek on the line. Adam. Adam. Hey, Adam. Wait. Go ahead, man. Man, I am riding down I 10. <clears throat> okay. Tim. Yes, sir. I heard these people down here in Mobile and in the Panhandle talk radio down here talking about y'all's water up there, man. Yep. Talking about how the federal government's going to build them out. Yep. Yep, we got we got we got a mess up here. Whew. But we but got. I got a question, David. O, do you really think they're going to go ahead and spend the money the state or federal government to fix, or you think they're just going to patch it and let it work to the next crisis? No, I. You know, let me let me just tell you this. Last week, Supervisor Graham and I had made a pact that on this coming Friday, and and the state just beat us to the draw. We had already made the, the commitment to walking into the governor's mansion and walking, going down to see Deborah Hoseman and the Speaker of the House and to let them know that it's time to help fix something in the city, and especially with this water crisis, because everybody's affected. I really believe in my heart that the governor is going to spend the money to fix uh, O.B. Curtis water treatment facility I don't know how much money it's going to take, but I really believe in my heart that it's going to happen. They're going to fix it. But well, now, let me tell you the problem with that, David L. As soon as they do that, you're going to have places, every one of them, all 82 counties, Madison, Rankin, Harrison, you pour every city in the world in Mississippi coming up saying, oh, by the way, we want this if we're going to give Jackson this. They'll never get through the legislature. Well, 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 let me, well, let me, let me just say this. This, this is the only difference, and you must understand this: that the governor is smart. He's really smart. He made the move under an emergency. He doesn't need the signature of the Senate. He don't need the signature of the House uh, to do this now because. It was but declared an emergency, so he can do it on his own. But this is the thing about it. We only have one capital city with, that housed all these different places, okay. from the Coliseum to, to the governor's mansion to the, the, the state house to, to federal courts, Supreme Court. We only have one capital city. So okay, we, each now. of us bears some me, responsibility let, of let taking care of the capital city. I know Gulfport and Bullocks, he had to redo theirs. That's Harrison and Jackson County. I guarantee you they put in 10 times the money Jackson does as far as the pool. You think it's fair to cut places like that in places like DeSoto County 
whose revenues are going up every year to have the state pay for their stuff, but yet, I mean, that pays for them, but Jackson gets a handout from the state. Well, they're not going to get a total handout. The governor have already said that they're going to have to pay half. And so I agree with them. And, and so and then then perhaps the, the, the city won't have to even pay that half if they get some money from the federal government and perhaps get some from Hines County. All right. So we all pitching in trying to help out. This is an if emergency. They, no disrespect to you, but if they gave $100 million and told them to go fix it, they would spend half the money on Well, the, we're not going to. I, I don't, Adam. I don't agree. Adam. We could go back and forth all day. Yeah, but I don't agree with the money going directly to the city. Well, no. I agree with what the state is doing. They, they need they to have a special time. commission. And it's going to bypass all uh, the city council and everybody else with all the, their friend hookup and all that kind of stuff. Now, what I would demand the federal government and the county, I mean, the federal government, state, and the county to help city of Jackson is ask them, what do you, I mean, not just in terms of dollars and cents, what else are you going to change? Because many of the problems that's wrong with Jackson ain't got nothing to do with money. It's how they see the world and how they conduct their business. And so if you got to put some handcuffs on them in that regard, then so be it. If you can't handle your own business, you take the king's money, you got to take the king's dictates. Let's get Derek in here. Hey, Derek. Hey, I'm, I'm on the same side of you guys. Let's not deal with the – let's not worry about logistics right now. Let's just get it done. The governor made a smart move. The president followed suit. So all that red tape and regulations can be bypassed to get this thing done on the Emergency Act. So I don't agree with this whole – you know, fan dancing and, and um, rabbit punching that people are doing and the jabs and stuff like that, we'll deal with the logistic side of what went wrong later. Let's just fix the problem right now. That's one of my personal models that I live by is I don't deal with logistics. I fix the problem, then we'll deal with that later. You know what I mean? I agree. I, I, I totally agree. And whatever we need to put in to help out, I'm willing to do that from the board standpoint. And I'm sure that the federal government is going to step up to the plate and help as well. So Jackson won't be as bad off as it was because they've gotten help. And I just well, appreciate hey, what, what, what I call to ask real quick, um, Supervisor Archie, you know who I am. You know, we've been, I, I consider you a friend. We've been knowing each other for ever since I've been in the area. But I got to ask you this question. You said earlier about getting help for these homeless and the mentally ill community. I believe that the uh, mental health service needs to be held accountable. That's a separate issue. But one thing I disagree with about all this giveaway to the homeless, you of all, of all people should know that a lot of them homeless you had to deal with are not from the city of Jackson. They drift in from God knows where on the interstates, and I think they just need to be sent home wherever they're from. Man, I agree with you 100%. I'm not giving them anything. I mean, I, I've already uh, made a pact with many people that are out there helping out. So now there's a couple of things that when I was saying that we need to get funds, of course, the state of Mississippi is underfunding mental health here in the state. Mental health is a state issue. Although it comes down to the county and come down to the municipality, it's really a state issue. But what we have I checked on, they will be, they, there was a lawsuit against them on saying they weren't providing enough adequate care, wasn't it? Absolutely. And, but, but one thing that I do know, is that uh, as Hines County government, city government, and perhaps state government have not applied uh, for enough funds from the federal government to deal with the issue within the state. And so I think that we'll be in much better shape because right now they are killing our property value. They're breaking into places. They boo-booing all over the place. They want to run um, the bus station completely down. And, and listen, man, as soon as we come out of this crisis, I'm going to be out there making absolutely sure that we clean up the homelessness in the city of Jackson because a half a million dollar home is going to be worth 
only worth $250,000 home if we don't do something about it. A $300,000 home is going to only be worth $150,000 if we don't do something about the homelessness as well as the crime, but the homelessness and the mental ill that are taking over our community and our highways and byways. All right, Derek, appreciate your call. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, the final few minutes of the Kim Wade Show. Do we just take one or whoever you want to choose? Call you on there. Hey. Kim Wade. Hey. How you doing? All right, we've got a few minutes. What you got? Malcolm Johnson here, man. I want to thank you personally um, for yielding today and letting Supervisor David Archer come on your great program, which is probably listened by um, maybe 100,000 people a day, black and white, Republican and Democrat. Well, but brother, this bro- yeah, I was going to say, you could actually give me some certificates of appreciation, dollar bills, okay? Uh, well, <laughs> Five tens and twenties. Supervisor Archer. Yes, sir. Uh, while you're in the radio station, I want you to expile on this real quick and explain to the people of Hines County um, the vision that, that you have in your next four years on what you started and where you're going from with this process. And I'm going to hang up and just let the people know what you got in plan to do for the county. Thank you so much. And, and right quick, I just want the people to know, Kim, when I came into office, we had zero dollars. We had a deficit in Hines County District 2. Mm-hmm. No money whatsoever. We worked from a deficit, and I can report to you to this day, two and a half years later, nearly $50 million has been spent on the citizens of Hines County District 2. Now, either we was going to continue that road where there was no money, or we had to put bring somebody in office to change up what was going on. I believe we have done that. Now, We've gotten it to the level that we got to have more supervisors down there that care about the people and giving the people what they want. Not what we want, but what the people need and what they want. The lady just called and talked about old Adam Station <clears throat> Road and Adam Station Road. That don't I heard her. It needs to be fixed. It needs to be taken care of. And that is the only commitment that I've made to the people that I was going to go down there and do all that I can do to make sure that they're happy with their roads and the streets and their bridges and the creek and all of that. Now, all of this money being spent by Creedia Calhoun and Vern Gavin, I'm just I'm just asking the people, would y'all please help me to get Creedia Calhoun, vote him out of office, and vote Vern Gavin out of office. They're not even doing anything for the areas that they represent. I don't see anything. The only thing that I see that they're doing is figuring a way to put four, five, six, eight, ten, fifteen million dollars towards something that I don't even know anything about, right? All because right. they think they got three votes that they can do anything, but they continue to forget about the court process. I would hold every dime up in court. All right, we got Master D. Go ahead, Master D. Go ahead. David, you got the last minute. I just want to thank you for for giving me this opportunity. Uh, Let's continue to work 
and move and get things done. At the end of the day, you must have a track record after four years. I think I've built that track record in order to get things done. Let's fix the water plant. Let's make that happen. Then we'll argue about who's going to pay for it, how it's going to be paid for it, and we can move forward. The people need drinking water. They need to bathe, and they need to cook. That needs to happen right away. All right. And any elected official, you're welcome to come in and give us an update on what you do in your office or your position. David L. is taking advantage of it. Any of the supervisors are welcome to do it. Any of the council people. Uh, Bill Bynum's welcome to come in. Any, anybody who feels like, hey, you got something to say or I said something about you, come on in. Let's take a break. Be back in 22 hours. See you on the radio. Peace.